Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show. Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Lauren? Hey, doing okay. Great. Yeah. So, you know, we've been on this road trip here for mm. like like a month, right? Right, and, yeah. <laughs> and we've gone all over the place, and I thought, you know, while we're on this little journey, why don't mm-hmm. we take a little detour from our normal like detours. beer conversations Ooh. and parenting topics to Changing talk a, it up a bit, huh? Yeah, to kind of... Mm take a page from somebody else's book i have been listening to this podcast called films to be buried with okay it's by brett goldstein who plays roy on ted lasso if you watch the show okay he's a comedian he's british okay and his the premise of his podcast is that he interviews people in the comedy film sure celebrities of some sort yeah celebrities um world okay that uh he asked them a series of questions that basically uh the answers are all about film okay and the premise is that you've died and you're supposed to share your life through your your answer to these film questions yeah so what we're gonna do today is lauren is going to interview me i'm a little Mm -hmm. worried that Doing both of us at the same time would make for a very long yeah, episode. Yeah, we'll do this in parts. Kara is so, going to be the first interviewee. Yeah, so we're, I'm going to give Lauren the <laughs> show on how it all goes down because uh, mm-hmm. I'm a little more familiar with the yes, podcast we're sure. talking about. And then at some point in the future, we're going to have Lauren do the same thing. Yeah. And you guys, I hope you enjoy it. And we're also going to take a detour from beer and we're going to drink one of my favorite mm-hmm. mixed drinks. Uh, gin and tonic. All right. I don't think I have ever had a gin and tonic. Really? I legitimately don't know if I've really ever drank gin. It's just not one of the really? spirits that like is in my repertoire. That's yeah. interesting. You know, I find that most people who have had gin don't like it. So okay. I well, hope... thanks for the warning. <laughs> I hope that you don't fall into that category. Although by all means... Just stop drinking it. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I mean, we had when we did uh, the one episode with uh, scotch. I did not like that. Oh, so. right. And now I drink scotch. Right. It you was introduced. Like a happy... It really maybe was. Maybe this gin will be. To you maybe you... it will be good. Maybe. My favorite thing to do with gin and tonic is to order it when you go somewhere with an open bar. Oh, okay. Because for me, gin and tonics never really get old. They're not real heavy drinks. Mm-hmm. So you can, it's not like a rum and Coke or something where you get too real syrupy, syrupy, too sugary. sugary. Yeah, yeah. I like drinking beer, but sometimes at an open bar, I don't really drink much beer because you're like it's moving just heavy. around a lot yeah. and it yeah, no. gets warm too quickly. And Fair. It's always like, you know, North American mass domestic, produced domestic right, right. beer. So, yeah. you know, if it gets not warm. Not always great options. Uh, not so good. Not often. Fair. So it's a good, solid uh, 
wedding drink. Well, yeah, and I'm a fan mm-hmm. of tonic in general. Okay. So when I was a kid, my father would occasionally have tonic, and not because he drank gin and tonics, mm-hmm. although I believe originally he may have suggested this as uh-huh. my, like, wedding drink, <laughs> which is what it is yeah. um when there used to be weddings where you ordered drinks. oh my gosh I, <laughs> I can't remember the last wedding i went to now but anyways neither anyways, here nor there so let's okay. take a taste and all then right. we'll go from there okay all right i'm gonna give it a shot so this is what lime gin tonic water generally yes, that's it and we put a little bit of ice in here to keep it cold while we drink this is now i made this this is pretty standard okay so this is a little bit of a a pretty good mix of tonic mm-hmm. with the gin and then you get that lime kind of kick I like in lime. It. So I think I like most lime. drinks I do enjoy lime. This is not bad. I, I oh, can drink this. Well, so. thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm very glad. I probably, you know, was a bit heavy handed on the gin. That's all right. I'm generally heavy handed with my alcohol. <laughs> so so I'll have to pick a drink when it's my turn. But I would love for you to do that. All right. I look forward to it. But yeah, so, so that's gin, gin and, and tonic. tonic. Um, I did look up gin and tonics just because I was curious. So it's a Ooh. super old drink. It was from like the 1700s. Oh so um, originally where the gin and tonic drink started was the British East Indian Company in India. So British officers in India um, started adding a mixture to essentially hide the taste of the traditional malaria medicine because it was drank with tonic. Oh, okay. So it was uh, malaria, anti-malaria medication and tonic, and then it had a super bitter taste. So they used to get a ration of gin, apparently, um, and they would mix uh, a mixture of water, sugar, lime, and gin to make the anti-malaria medication more palatable. Well... (laughs) <laughs> now I feel like I'm just medicating myself in a good it ca- way. You actually are. So large quantities of tonic water does still have the anti-malaria, anti-parasitic uh, qualities to it. <laughs> so if you drink enough tonic, it's It is somewhat, my understanding uh, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that there are ingredients in tonic that tend to cause arrhythmias well, oh, though. So there's some ups I mean, and downs. Yeah, fair. And also, I, generally, you don't really need anti-parasite med- medication. So... Fair, fair. <laughs> Not so, in this day and age. But I have peace with my choice to occasionally drink tonic yes, water. Yes, tonic water on occasion is good. But that's where it started. Uh, and they actually... There is now an International Gin and Tonic Day, which was established Ugh. in 2010. And it is October 19th. Ugh, so it's if you want up. to celebrate... October 19th guys, is International Gin and Tonic Day. That's very exciting. So. I love it. I will celebrate that day, I promise you guys. Fantastic. I'm going to put that in my calendar. I think we should. All right. Let's. Uh, so now we've got gin yeah. and tonic, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about films. Well, I'm going to share some film thoughts, and I hope yes. you'll join me in some, uh, in some conversation. Definitely. And I look forward to sharing stories with you. Maybe some you've not heard. I doubt it. Maybe. But maybe. Know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you never know. So, I all right. Sneak so you in here a little bit all right all right <laughs> okay so you died i died yeah do we know how you died how did i die mm-hmm. you know so there's two ways you can answer this question <laughs> in my opinion most of the time uh, and this will be the only time that i reference the brett po- goldstein's yes. podcast <laughs> but most of the time when he has asked this question of people <laughs> they come up with some sort of like 
crazy story. Yes. Outrageous (laughs) answer. And as I was pondering the answers to all of these questions Mm -hmm. and knew that I had to answer the how did I die question, (laughs) I thought to myself, well, how would I die? And I went to like this really deep, dark place Uh, where I thought of like the most likely ways I might die. Fair, fair. Like what is realistically. Yeah, what runs in my family. What? And then I was like, oh. Yeah, let's not tread on that one too much. I think that's a good route to go. So I am definitely not going to say that. Okay, fantastic. Let's not do that. I'm going to go ahead and say that as as much as I love talking about beer, probably one of my biggest vices has to be coffee. Oh, yeah. I'm addicted to coffee. I will. I will admit it. That is, I sometimes I drink too much, mm-hmm. uh, and when I do, I sometimes will joke that I'm in hummingbird mode because mm-hmm. I'm like all my like all my senses are heightened and I feel like my brain Your is vibrating. Is, is a little bit too fast. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. And I'm just jittery in general, mm-hmm. and I have to assume that whatever kills me will be related <laughs> to me drinking too much coffee. Okay. So you said increase heart rate. Or I could be like, I could just like run out into traffic. Sure. Or I assume that it will be some coffee related some sort of incident. It being in fast forward. <laughs> yes. Okay. And knowing all of this, mm. I will never stop drinking. Coffee. Like, you're still gonna so, do it. Yeah. yeah. So just so you all know, okay. that's not Got how it. this ends. I will just die from it. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, so you're dead from I'm some sort of dead. coffee. Sp- speed induced uh fast forward induced trauma yes uh all right all right so let's get started with our film um referencing so what is the first film that you remember seeing you know it's funny you would think this would be a difficult answer Mm -hmm. for most people and i think it probably is definitely a difficult one for me yeah yes i remember vividly the first film I saw in the theater, which okay. is how I decided to answer this question. Okay. Because it's hard to know, you know, as a child sure. growing up, the TV being on, you never know what like cartoon oh, yeah. movie maybe you sure, saw. Sure. Yes. Uh, so I went with Follow That Bird, which is the oh, Sesame Street yes. Big Bird oh, movie. Oh my God, I remember that movie. <laughs> Barely. But I it's... saw it on a Saturday at the movie theater. Right. I was with my parents and a boy who lived down the street, Rudy. I don't know if oh you, my ever, God, I remember if Rudy. you remember him. A <laughs> uh, couple years older than yes. me, but was one of my closest friends mm-hmm. growing up early, early childhood. Because yeah. they moved away when I got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. And I just specifically remember Rudy sitting next to my dad in the theater and my dad telling him not to kick over his drink because he didn't have cup holders <laughs> in the, the time, armrest. Yeah. And Rudy immediately kicking kick over, over his drink. And so this memory has stood out in my mind because all of those things happened <laughs> oh, during my first okay. recollection of seeing a movie in, in the theater. In the theater, okay. So Follow That Bird. Not oh, a remarkable whatever. film. No, but the experience is what uh, gave yes. you the memory. Which Not is hopefully the, film, the but purpose the most exactly. of my answers but yes yeah. for sure okay okay <laughs> interesting uh what is the film that scared you the most well it's definitely the ring oh i'm not sure gosh. if you were with were you with us not on that that is you. such a good no. thing so the reason why i asked if you were yeah. with me is because i saw it with my now husband mm-hmm. while visiting him at mm-hmm. western mm-hmm. and your husband and him were roommates at western yep and so I couldn't recall if you yeah, were there. We Honestly, not... I don't remember anybody being yeah. there because I just remember being terrified. <laughs> I am still, to this day, scared on a daily basis by this film. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, For anyone who hasn't seen the movie, you really don't need to know a whole lot about it except for in the film, there is a movie, like a VHS tape, yes. that is found. And if you watch the tape, seven days later, 
you die. Mm-hmm. And ultimately you discover throughout the film how that happens and why it happens. Yeah. And it's, it is just absolutely super, disturbing. Yes. <laughs> and it's really scary. And it's, it's very supernatural. Even the imagery is super scary. It's, like it's just, yeah. I don't know why I agreed to see this film. <laughs> In the first place, I don't like. Yeah, scary I was gonna say, movies. do you even like horror? Movies? No, which was is kind of the natural yeah. offshoot to this question. <laughs> I don't really like horror films. There was a time, and this was part of that time, but there there was a period where I was more willing and interested because my husband's really I was into say, horror films. And we we used to every year watch like marathon like, of horror three days films. Straight yeah, around like Halloween, that yeah. was our thing. I never really loved horror I didn't, movies either. I don't love yeah. them. I think about this. I like I said. I think about this film daily, and there's a specific reason. Yeah. There is this fixture in my house. I'm not going to be more specific, okay? Because okay? I don't want to. I'm going to look up. at it now. Yeah, I... I won't even tell my husband what it is because <laughs> I know that it will freak him out. Okay. There is something in my house that matches something <gasps> in the video in the film. Oh my gosh. And whenever I look at it, it makes you think. I of think it. of this movie. Oh my god! And I get scared. I. So how long is it gonna take before you? I want to get rid of the that fixture. Thing, yeah. But I just like, it's nothing's wrong with it. Yeah, it's, the justification is hard. Yeah, it's just so <laughs> scary to me, and I get like. Yeah. If it's dark and I happen to pass by this item. I get freaked out. Yeah. I get freaked uh, out all the time about it, to be honest. Okay. Like, all the time. It could be the middle of the day. <laughs> so this has followed you. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's the scariest movie for me. I mean, yeah. maybe I have seen scarier Other, films. At, but they were one-time, like, yes. things. Yes. This has Where something that... I was, like, that, very uncomfortable. Yes. This, this, this has stuck with me, basically, yeah. since I saw it. Wow. Which I think makes it effective yeah. at being a scary Fair. film. That is true. That's definitely, if, it, if there's something that continues positive. to frighten you from yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it was, it was a good, it was good for what it it was supposed to be, I suppose. So. I guess so. <laughs> if uh, I could take a drug that would erase it from my memory, would. I would do it. The, the, for sure. The, the red pill? All right. Yeah. <laughs> there are things on that list, things that I would erase from mm-hmm. my memory, and that film is <laughs> on like that list. like at the top of the yeah, list. Got totally. it. Okay, well, The Ring. So, uh, opposite kind of what's the film that made you cry the most Ugh. so when thinking about my answer to this mm-hmm. what i realized is that i don't cry necessarily about like sad i only cry when i'm sad. angry i don't cry when yeah, i'm sad i only cry, cry when, when i'm angry yeah. i cry at highly emotional moments okay. so so like for a film for me inside out is a film oh, okay. that brings out a oh. lot of emotion for me and like you've ever seen the movie there's a character named bing bong yeah and bing bong man he just like tears my heart out of my chest Mm. and throws it on the ground i just like can't i can't even having seen the film when his parts in the movie show up i'm already emotional i don't know what it is about oh man bing bong so i think emotional situations Mm -hmm. tend to make me cry also i would like to add that I didn't feel this way until I had kids. I was literally just going to say right? that. Before I had children, I can't remember crying at almost I mean, anything. Did you cry at your own wedding? No. Me neither. No. And I was like 
not necessarily confronted about that, but like it was observed sure, that, that I wasn't super. Yeah, emotional. no, I I wasn't. I didn't at all. Even when my kids were born, I didn't cry. No, me like cry until, about what? Right? I mean, I mean, pain. Sure. Yeah, but other than that, <laughs> but like I didn't really start crying about almost anything. I will say that there, if there is a movie or show or something that I can relate to my children and I could feel how it would affect them, mm-hmm. particularly like my oldest. Sure. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, that didn't happen until after kids. I even my husband's like, you don't cry. Like, no, you, my husband I, will tell you the same yeah. thing. So it's it's hard to to think about stuff like that. But I could I can understand. I have seen Inside Out. Um, I mean, that and it's more introspective whole about is yeah, exactly. conveying emotion. Yes, health in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in a negative way. But it's and all emotions. Yeah, yeah. And it's a kids movie, but I think that it tries to make it you know okay and show. Different exactly. emotions than I, that. It's yeah, all and right. I think so. upon rewatching that film, you get more and more, even as an adult, but mm-hmm. especially as a child, you start to understand feelings better. Yeah. I think that film has a lot of value. Yeah, but no, for me, fair. it is definitely the thing that hits me the hardest. Okay, all right. Although I will say, mm-hmm. I almost said Million Dollar Baby, which is a movie oh, about this woman who's a boxer, yeah. and at the end of the movie, something terrible happens yes. to her, and she's like in a really bad state mm-hmm. and ultimately passes yep. away mm-hmm. and and if i ruin the movie for you you're welcome don't yeah. ever see it it's really freaking sad <laughs> that one is it 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 pulls at your heartstrings and for i sure. saw it yeah. on an airplane on oh a my flight. gosh i had to get up and walk into the bathroom oh. and sob in the bathroom of the airplane because i couldn't sit in my seat anymore without losing it right it, it's uh, very sad it is yeah but i feel like from an emotional standpoint I feel more strongly about a film like Inside Out. Inside Out, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So. Huh. Interesting. All right. Next, what is the film that's not critically acclaimed, but you love? Yeah. So when I first maybe read, not everyone loves, but you. Yeah. Love. When <laughs> I first read or heard this question, part of me kind of went the other direction and okay. was sort of like, there are movies that are critically acclaimed that, that I, I don't, don't like. Okay. Like. Oh, there's Wonder a, Woman, there's, for example. Okay. I don't like that movie. Oh, I don't hate it. But I, I could totally understand, because there's definitely been movies that people are raving about that I see, and I'm like... Yeah, and eh. you're just kind of like, eh. And the, yeah. just to explain very briefly why I don't like Wonder Woman, I feel like it could be a strong representation of a female character, and there are moments where it isn't, and mm-hmm. that bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like, she shows up in London, and the first thing she does is want to hold a baby. She oh. runs into a baby on the street. She wants to hold the baby. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, dude, she's here to kill a god. Can we please not touch a baby? <laughs> so I get a little, uh, you know, and then yeah. a lot of the story in the film has to do with her kind of falling in love with this man. Yeah. And part of me is sort of like, is that even you know, necessary? Like, that's not really that's part not, of not what the Batman movies are about. Like, I mean, th- there is romance in those sure, films. But it's but not like, the key. Like, but this is like a motivator main, for this yeah. character. So it, it kind of bugs me. Okay. But I don't want to spend too much time on no, that. No, no, no. Really but the, the opposite. What's the opposite? So, Do we have an example? if I had to name a specific film, yes. I would actually say Atomic Blonde, which I have mentioned which before. Which I still have not seen. So yes. it's not super, like, well-received mm-hmm. critically. I read reviews of it because I wasn't really sure after yeah. I saw it whether or not yeah. critics and, every, you know, the masses like sure, sure. this film. 
And uh, and it's like, eh, it's just okay. People think the story is a bit confusing, which I will admit it kind of is. There's okay. some stuff. It's a spy movie. There's mm-hmm. some stuff going on that even by the end you're sort of like, so wait a second. When where, was, right, was, where did this wrap was, up? How was she yeah. motivated at this point? Gotcha. Why did this happen? Okay. And so there is a little bit of that. And then, you know, watching it a second or a third time maybe kind of uncovers some of that mystery mm-hmm. for you. Okay. But I really like the movie. I think the action is good. I like the main character. Um, I feel, you know, that the music is awesome. Okay. The, the, the time period is well represented. It takes place in the 80s, which is really cool. Which I think is, relates to us, too. So depending on the yeah. audience may not be as well received sure i mean i'm sure there are younger audiences that maybe didn't really get sure, sure. into that because some of the music maybe yeah. just wasn't stuff they weren't really familiar with yeah i really like that movie okay a lot i yeah. strongly recommend it it's I know. not kid friendly yes, by no means which is good to tell me but um but yeah no i i know i have not my problem is that i just right lately like i don't have as much time to watch anything so like i haven't seen that many new like movies within the last like five years yeah. that aren't kid friendly. Sure. So, yeah. but at some point I'll get around to it. So, all right, Atomic Blonde. I gotta remember that one. <laughs> okay, what is the film that you used to love back in the day, but mm-hmm. you've watched it again recently, and you've changed your mind. You realize you don't like it anymore. Yeah, I feel weird <laughs> saying this because I used to say this was my favorite movie. Okay. And now I'm kind of like, what was wrong with me? Oh. By thinking that. And the movie is A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. I used to really like that film. And I think from a visual standpoint and from just like a really off-the-wall story standpoint, yeah, it's I a, was intrigued by that it's, movie. It's a shock value movie. Yes. Like, that is Absolutely. what that is. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I've watched it, part of it. I watched part of it not that long ago. Okay. I haven't I was, seen it in a very long yeah, time. Yeah, I was very bothered by it. I was just like, this is too violent. This is too aggressive. They don't learn a lesson in the film. The main character doesn't learn anything. That's, there's yeah. no redemption. There's mm-hmm. no reconciliation. There's yeah. only, like, brutality. Pure violence. I mean, really. Pure violence. Yeah. And... Yeah. I I just did I get too old for that film? Did I get too wise or too many years beyond? I don't, yeah, I, I mean don't know. maybe maturity, maybe life experience, maybe. I mean, I could still see the veil. Like, you know, there are some things that are there's still that shock and awe type. Um, but I feel like where we are in our lives makes us kind of change how we look at things, and that's a good example. Like violence to me that's like in your face visible like isn't something that i'm really interested anymore now you know fighting scenes and whatnot you know we've talked about marvel movies and other things but it's very different when you see the fighting but you don't see somebody like suffering generally yes and but when you do and the whole purpose of the film is to make people you suffer. know, suffer. Yeah. That's very different. Yeah. So. And I, unfortunately, fortunately, I'm not really sure I feel that way about the specific film. Mm-hmm. And I just like, I've not watched the entire thing again in a very long time. Part of me kind of 
wants to, but I don't think it's going to change my current opinion. I don't know if I could sit through the yeah, whole movie. I don't know. If and it's I a could relatively either. long movie. Yeah. So well, yeah. I don't. Definitely. I don't. I don't know if I really could. But that's a great example. I would have. I haven't even thought about that film in right a long time. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, you know, I've been listening to Brett Goldstein mm-hmm. podcast and. Somebody mentioned it okay. as the film that they put in this category. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Definitely... I think that might be. And it was the same reasoning was that you've gotten older. And when you saw yeah. it when you were young, you were just like, yeah, violence. And these kids yeah. are just taking what they want. And like totally different mindset. Yeah. 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 I know. I'm going to have to write these down so I don't copy some of yours. But, <laughs> but I, I can definitely answers. relate, <laughs> though, can... to that because we both, we both, yes. we watched it together, yes. I'm sure, a I handful think of times. We did. Yeah. Um, More than once. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I, I would agree with that that assessment. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. So, what is the film that means the most to you? Not because the film itself is, is a good movie per se but because of the experience you had around that film. So maybe similar to your first movie. The Big Bird story, yeah, right. But, but, you know, a different different film. Yeah, you know, a lot of the movies I've already mentioned almost fall into this category mm-hmm. as having specific meaning or, or having a positive experience sure. around them. I mean, you know, The Ring, I could say, because look at how I've experienced it every day True. lately. <laughs> uh, you know, the Big Bird, you know, follow that bird movie. But when I really sat down and I thought about it, what I realized was that there isn't like one particular film that I have like a connection to or Mm -hmm. an experience that really like links me to it. What I realized as maybe lame as this sounds (laughs) is that the Marvel movies kind of do that for me. Okay. I have a very good friend from Mm -hmm. high school, my friend John Tyler. Yeah. I've seen every Marvel movie with him. As far as I know, in the theater, since they started making them. We even went the one time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And I think that is an experience that is very meaningful to me. And it makes those films better. Seeing them with my friend. The tradition. Somebody that we've always had a tradition of seeing movies together. That's always been what John and I have done together. uh, Is special and important. And totally so when it came that. down to it, I felt like that was the right answer. Did he even see though it wasn't all the Star one. Wars movies with us when yes. we went at opening? Uh-huh. Yeah, because yeah. we saw all those too. Yeah. Yep. Right. John's yeah. always been there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I feel like this is a, this started long before the Marvel movies. Yes, it did. Even. Yes, it did. Yeah. He was at most of the movies we went to in college. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. I mean, we saw the Lord of the Rings movies yep. with him. Mm-hmm. I believe all of them. Yeah. And the Star Wars movies, like you mentioned, yeah, those I've seen with John. I like traditions. Like, I do too. I, I like, and I, think I that's like this, things like what that. What this question is yeah. really asking. It's not it's, about the movie; it's about the experience. Uh, and I definitely, yeah, I, the 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 things like that that are traditions that you keep, whether it's about one movie or just the experiences you have. I I I re- I like traditions, anyways. Yeah, but like me that's too. that's cool. I do like that. So. Alrighty, yeah. Um, there's a lot of those movies too. <laughs> I'm seeing another one with him tomorrow night. Oh, so we're gonna keep the tradition nice. alive. Cool. It hasn't ended. We haven't let this uh, whole disaster. I know. Get in well, our good. way. <laughs> good, good. Um, 
Did you guys sit together and watch like Black Widow at home? I feel like you should. Do no, that. we actually went to the theater. Oh, did you? And we oh. saw it. Yes, we did. So we took our chances. Nice. Okay. Cheated I didn't remember death. when it came out and when movie theaters opened. So yeah, fair. it was it was <laughs> like, like a month and a half or so ago. Gotcha. So okay. it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. So it was, it was, it things was back at a, you know, in the golden time when we were maybe <laughs> in we're... the medium place before we moved back to the bad place. The medium place. Got medium it. medium place All allows right. movie going. Yes. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> All right. So in that, so we've got a movie that reminds you of experiences. What's the film that you most relate to in general? So when I was thinking about the movie that makes me cry the most, my initial reaction, the first thought that actually came into my head was the movie Up. Oh. The beginning of the film. I just saw that for the first time like two weeks ago. Wow. Literally for the first time. Wow. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah. I really like that movie. And like I said, initially I thought, oh, it's the movie that makes me cry the most because the beginning is so uh, touching. Yes. And it's then it's lost. sad per se, but it, it's yeah. it's just meaningful. Yeah. It's, oh, it's you're totally watching these meaningful. people's lives go, yeah. go on and what yeah. happens. And the aftermath is the rest of the movie. Yeah. I had to look up because the the house that it's based off of out in Seattle, I think. Like, I, oh, I yeah. looked it up after I saw the movie. That's awesome. Um, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> but the reason why I decided it's the movie I most relate to is because I think that this main character, this old man, I think about the period where his life, where he's with his wife, and they're mm-hmm. going through all of these things, and there's great things happening, and there's sad things happening. And mm-hmm. at one point, life, he yeah. realizes he has to go on without her. Yeah. And I think to myself, and I think the reason why that's so emotional for me is I think to myself, well, how would I handle that? Mm -hmm. Losing my husband or somebody really close to me, probably my husband, Mm -hmm. but, you know, almost anybody really close. How would that affect me? And the character in the film withdraws Mm -hmm. and he decides being a loner, don't connect with anybody, just drop that ball. And there's a part of me that thinks I may think the same way at some point that I might think that no connection is better than losing the connection. Yes. Yep. And as a result, I realized that he goes through the film and decides that having connections and being with people and being loved and loving in return is better than being alone. Mm -hmm. And I think that I, I feel the same way. And as a result, I think that I really connect with that movie. Okay. I'm not an old man, but sometimes I think I might be. Yeah, I could I could see myself being a hermit, and I could see myself right? not be. Like, I feel like the older I get, the, the less social I inherently am, but I almost force myself to be because I do need and want those human interactions. But I could totally understand the people that don't put forth the effort to do that now. Yeah. Like... Well, and I worry about my husband and... Whether or not he will decide to make I worry about what would happen if you if he was the one that was left because he's not the one that purposefully reaches I mean, you out and I enough. Went out of yeah. our way to start this podcast yeah. so we could connect with each yes. other. It's not just because we want to talk about beer. And yeah, talk about our but kids. we can see each other and do it's things a connection. and connect. Yes, it's yeah. being with somebody mm-hmm. that we would not see each other as much if we didn't do this. If we didn't and have it's a reason. Purposeful. Yep. And it yep. gives your life purpose. Yeah. And those things are comforting. And you're right. I worry about. I worry about a lot of people with that. Yeah. But I do worry Agreed. about my husband with that. And I. Mm-hmm. It is my hope that. You know, he does appreciate the connection that he has with me and with our children. And that that isn't lost. I think that he does because he does get joy from being Mm -hmm. around 
people. Yes, yes, I agree. That's an interesting one because I think people that would see that movie maybe wouldn't take as much out of that. You know, like the sure, character, yeah. it's not your age, it's a different scenario, but I definitely understand the meaning behind it. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. All right. What is the film with the best opening? So this is one of the like bonus questions on the regular podcast. And I really wanted to include it because my answers for the opening and you're going to ask me about the closing next. Mm -hmm. Those two. uh, Yes. I love my answers to them. So I had to. They have to be included in our episode. So (laughs) did I think of Up initially for this? I kind of did because the opening for Up is so good. Mm -hmm. But is it the best opening I've ever seen? It's not. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen a movie called Baby Driver. No. It's an Edgar Wright film. Edgar Wright made Scott Pilgrim and Hot Fuzz. Mm Mm-hmm. And kind of a bunch of little quirky films. He also made Baby Driver. And it is about this kid who gets into this situation where he's a getaway driver. Okay. For like heists. Okay. And the beginning of the film, the opening of the film is him getting away from a heist while driving. And it is just so cool. And it's so good. And it's so exciting. And there's the film is motivated by music. Oh, Which is true of a lot of Edgar Wright's films. But in this case... It really You're really just, just listening to the song okay. play as he's driving and uh-huh. it's just All it's right. so good. It's a great opening. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So I strongly recommend okay. it. Baby Driver for the opening. Now what about closing? Oh, yeah. So this is another <laughs> answer I was really excited about. Uh and I would have to say Butch Cassidy and the Sundance ah, Kid. Oh, wow. Okay. Which is old, guys. You're, you're pulling out some of these. I'm trying to come from everywhere. I spent okay. a lot of time on this. I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like in my head, there's a handful of old movies, like old movies, that right? can fit that. My first instinct on the best opening is like, an old black and white movie. Sure, right? So like... Well, and that's yeah. great. Well, yeah. and part of my motivation when I was going through this qu- these lists of questions is that I knew there were films I would want to talk about. Fair. Yeah. And so not just did I say to myself, oh, the best closing is Butch Cassidy. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was like, I have to mention Butch Cassidy in, in this some list regard. of questions yeah. because this film is it's so good. The movie's so good. The actors are so good. <laughs> And there's just yeah. so many positives. I couldn't not mention so, this film. It's so it's so funny to think about old films and new films mm-hmm. and like, it, you know, the quality of story versus the. You know what I mean? Like nowadays, it's almost like sometimes they skip over the story for the effects, but they don't have that. You know, the interactions yeah. and the. It's just interesting. Like so, when you watch an old movie. And you watch a new movie, like, within a close proximity, it's just very easy to, to you know, compare and well, contrast. Well, absolutely. And, I mean, like you said, I mean, sacrificing story for action, mm. they didn't have that luxury. No. So they had to have something there had to, to be draw you depth, in. Otherwise, why would yes. I watch this? Yes. If there's nothing happening, yep. if there's no interesting mm-hmm. story, yeah. what am I doing Agreed. Here? Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a big... I would bet I'm there's a, a lot of people fan. who haven't, our age, who haven't seen... A Bush lot of, Cassidy? Yeah. Or some of these or other some films. Of, yeah, yeah. Honestly. I agree. Um, I do plan to mention a couple other mm-hmm. older okay. films, but we'll, we'll, I... We'll continue. Yeah. yeah, but I... Butch Cassidy and the Sundance okay. Kid, you guys, 
if you've never seen a good western yeah even as a western it's a good movie i mean it's just good about it's good the music is good the action is even good yeah for especially for its, it's time got robert too. redford in it and paul newman it's young uh, like oh my so god young they're so pretty young. little blondes right oh my I mean, god <laughs> you gotta see it wow it's been years maybe decades it's been a long time yeah but, all right uh what is the sexiest film you've ever seen so i had a weird answer for this question <laughs> and i decided to make it the answer to something else okay so all right you're gonna, gonna have to say it, that I later though. i will okay. oh yeah right. it's definitely Got gonna it. get said okay so i was struggling with this one it was okay. the last one i came up with an answer for i think of all the questions oh okay and in fact i'm almost positive it was and Ultimately, I decided the sexiest film I have ever seen is 300, huh. which is the movie yeah. where it's about the Spartans and, and they're fighting the Xerxes, the whole... and they're just like all basically naked. Pretty much. The entire A movie. little bit of toga, but very short. Like Yeah, they very... got like little underwears on and capes. Yeah, That's, not, I rewatched it actually okay. like three days ago. Yeah. And I was just huh. like, yes, yes, this is very sexy. Okay. I, I appreciate a nice looking fella. Fair. That's all Fair. I'm gonna say. And they I, generally are very yeah, and the I mean all of them are muscular built, like they're nice to look at. They're very so, nice to look at. And that's the purpose mostly of that movie. Yes. So it's not <laughs> it's not a sexual film. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I this this question could be taken multiple different yes. ways. Because it could be like, okay, what's a movie that is sexual or has that sexual undertone to it or visually is sexy and those Mm -hmm. are two completely different things because it can have a completely sexual undertone and be fully clothed you know or it could be not a sexual undertone but be sexy like i mean like jessica rabbit is like incredibly sexy you know what i mean like and it's totally different and it has nothing to do with like the plot line isn't that you know so you could take this yeah so many different ways i feel like yes absolutely yeah absolutely (laughs) but i'm gonna go with 300 all right okay um what film did you find sexy that you probably shouldn't have see now this is the film that uh, i almost put okay okay sexy and then decided to not switch. to all right because but you still I'm find it sexy. almost ashamed of all it right, so all i'm right. just i'm just gonna say get it, it, out, get it out. but it's the twilight the first twilight <laughs> movie there's this scene where they decide they're gonna all play baseball the vampires are gonna play baseball together oh and I just, I don't know what it is about Something watching about vampires play baseball. play baseball. It's just really, I just very much liked it. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know. Hey, it's funny because you mentioned right. Jessica Rabbit yeah. from Who Framed yeah. Rabbit. And on the regular podcast, they talk a lot about characters that um, are Sure, views sexy, visually, yeah. That, that it's odd that they're put in the film for right? that purpose yes. that jessica rabbit is is basically like a caricature of like a sexy woman yes and that's like what you're supposed to see from her and there are people who are obviously find that very sexy yeah some of the other answers from the podcast okay. that i yeah. listened to included like um maid marion from the animated robin, oh, hood. robin hood oh my gosh because she's a strong female and she's got pretty <laughs> eyes and she's a fox she's literally, literally a fox, a fox. 
And I was just like, whoa, (laughs) that's a weird answer. And then I decided that my answer is also also weird. weird, And I think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be weird. Yeah, well, that's the point. It's something that you probably... Typically, this and it maybe wasn't meant to be sexy or whatever, yeah, I don't but think you the baseball scene in Twilight probably is supposed not. to be sexy. <laughs> I mean, I don't maybe, know what it is know. about, and I mean, I know that the purpose of those films in a lot mm. of ways is like teenagers who are kind of like getting into yeah. each other, like they're yeah. attracted to yes, each other. Yes. So, so like, there's definitely always, that attraction piece is part of the plot. That's line. always yeah. kind of underlying in every mm-hmm. scene in those movies. So I kind of get that. Although also I am not a teenager. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, but I just, yeah. mm, no, know, all right. Fair. You want me to that's, say I'm a human being. All right. Twilight. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what is objectively the greatest film of all time and this could go all over the place yeah i mean so there are so many answers you could give to this where most people would be like yeah that is the greatest because there's so many really good films out there i mean i would think that uh, and these are not my choices but i would think a lot of people would say the godfather yeah. I think a lot of people would say Citizen Kane. It's a very popular yes. answer. Gone with yeah. the Wind. People probably say Gone with the Wind or Casablanca even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think people might say Terminator 2 Ooh. is one of the greatest films ever made. I would put Terminator 2 at probably a close second okay. for me because oh. it checks all the boxes for me. All right. But I have to go with Goodfellas. I love that movie. I just... You know, I it's like love that movie. I get why people say The Godfather is the best. I get movie, it. I get it. But Goodfellas but... is like The Godfather, but plus. we summed it up. Plus, it's right? hilarious. Yes, exactly. It has more. It, it has more of the different emotions when you're watching it, and it's not all like you know. You've got the comedy. You've got the comic yes. relief. You've got, and it's narrated by the main <sighs> character for most of the film, and the parts that aren't are narrated by his wife, yeah. who is also. Kind mm-hmm. of a strong female, even though True. she is, yeah, she is she's in not in a great, yeah. But like, she does do, she does point a gun at him. Yeah, at no, which he deserves. Also, so. <laughs> the babysitter is a female character in the movie, mm. and she's kind of got her own thing going on, which is also hilarious. There's some great There's plot lines. Joe There's Pesci's some great mother characters. But even to Such go away from movie. sounding like yeah. all I care about is strong females. It's just the story is good. The visual elements are great. The actors in it. I mean, you can't go wrong yeah. with Robert oh De Niro and Joe Pesci. And I mean, these guys, Ray Liotta. Yeah. They're just so good. Yeah. No. It's such a good movie. There's, I can't think of a bad thing about it. I can't. I and, like it. And no. It, so in That's my a great opinion, movie. I, which I, is not I necessarily in question, that. but I objectively believe you could not argue it is not. The greatest okay. film of all time. Fair, so for fair. me, it is definitely Goodfellas. Okay. Yeah, I feel like you could objectively argue. So many people could argue different movies because there's so many. But I really enjoy that movie for sure. Yeah, it's a it's way okay. Up so there that's for me. greatest. But what is your favorite? So Goodfellas film? isn't my favorite movie. Okay. I would have to say The Princess Bride is my favorite movie. <gasps> I love that movie. Yeah. I love <laughs> There's it. There's so, so many much. good lines in that. My father and I There's... used to quote that movie oh, constantly. I we would still, do the I think I quoted scene. it last week. Like, I'm sure you did. I feel like. I'm sure you did. Yeah. I say lines from that movie often. Yeah. Definitely. Very I do too. often. And I think that makes it my favorite movie. I think that's a no-brainer for me. Okay. Uh, I 
seen it many times, although I haven't seen it as much lately. My yeah. older son has seen the movie and kind of was like, not. Eh, yeah. the action isn't great. And my kids are really like stuck on action right now. We watched, and I doubt this will apply to any of the rest of yours. We watched Field of Dreams the other day mm. and my okay. twins really enjoyed it especially really? my boy and there's no action in that movie no. that is all plot yeah and he was like asking questions wow. and like into it and like really enjoyed it all because of the field of dreams game and he was like oh. and i was like you know this is based off an actual movie and he was like really we need to watch that nice. i was like great totally and he, i thought even my husband was like now this is this isn't an action movie this is not like it's a story story. yeah it's just a story there's not gonna be anything exciting there's not and even after he watches it because he finished it with my husband and he was like that guy he walks out into the cornfield with the rest of the baseball players like blah blah blah, Uh. and like was recapping things and i'm like you really actually paid attention like and he thoroughly enjoyed it that's fantastic that's comforting that's good to know right i hope that my kids yeah we did start the first lord of the rings movie which Mm. i realize does have a fair amount of action in it but it is very story driven yes yeah so we watched about half of it because, as you probably realize, those <laughs> movies are a thousand years long, and you can't watch they them in are one sitting. A thousand years long. I can't even watch that movie in one sitting. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. Yeah. But and they really liked it. Okay. We have not watched yeah. those, but I I was contemplating the Princess Bride because I'm like I really enjoy this it's movie. So good. It's so, so I funny. want to see if the children will you know what they'll think of it. So my older son has seen Roger Rabbit. I don't know if your kids have seen they that. They have not. And he really liked that movie. Okay. Although it is a little questionable on the appropriateness because as we previously mentioned, yeah. there is a character who is really kind of just yeah, there for sex appeal. Fair, but I, yeah, I, I feel like it'd be fine. I think our children, might, I think they'd be fine. He didn't really seem to take notice. Yeah, not, honestly. Not in, a, not in a way where he was just like, why does she look like right. this? Or why are her yeah, proportions it was just all a, off? He was just, just sort of like, character. that's his wife. Yep. Okay. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Bunny, chicken red. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yep. So, all right. Okay. Princess Bride on my list. Yeah. Um, what film have you or could you watch over and over and over again the most? So I have a couple answers to this question okay. because I think that time period makes a difference. So right. when I was a kid, the movie oh, okay. that I watched the most was Baron von Munchausen, which is <laughs> not child appropriate <laughs> at all. Oh, no. Robin Williams is in that movie and he oh. is aroused for most of wow. it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why my mother let me watch that movie, but I used to watch it. All the time. Wow. And the crazy part is, I did not notice Realize that, that until you until were older? Until I was much older, and my father made a comment about my mom letting me see it. At, like, while I'm an adult, we're having right, this conversation. Right, when you were a kid, yeah. And, and I was like, just like, oh, oh, oh really? I did never notice that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So not, yeah. not appropriate for a child, but okay. I watched it all the time. All right. With my children, the movie I've probably seen the most has got to be Kung Fu Panda. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, my kids have seen, probably we've seen Kung Fu Panda Panda the most. And honestly, I could watch it. I could watch it pretty much any time. That movie is good. I haven't seen it in a while. But my kids didn't get really into it. But yeah, it's still a good movie. It's good. I like that movie. All right. 
So as an adult, mm-hmm. there's a couple movies I could definitely watch on repeat. Mm-hmm. It's like, remember when you would flip on TBS and it was like whatever was yep. on, you would just, would just watch because it was so in the background. always what I think of is yeah. like, well, if this movie was on TBS, would I sit down and watch it? And the couple of movies that fall into that category for me are Thor Ragnarok, which is a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I really like that movie. Okay. Scott Pilgrim. Okay. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I, it's just funny, and the action is really very, like, video game-ish, which okay. is kind of cool oh, for me. Yeah. There's so many famous people in that movie. If I ever meet Chris Evans, who oh plays Captain America, but, but also yeah, but also plays a character in Scott Pilgrim, I would literally ask him if he would do a thingy on that rail. <laughs> and hope, pray, with every right. fiber of my being that he would say, it's called a grind, bro. Because <laughs> that would just make my life complete. <laughs> And I will All say right. it to him if I ever meet him. Yes, okay, so. And then Evans. the last movie I would say is probably Hot Fuzz, okay. which is like a cop parody film. Yes, totally parody. And I just, it's just so funny. And I don't know what it is about the British, but they just, I just get. It's your kind of know. comedy, though. Yeah, they like... just have a direct link to my funny yes, bone. Yes, yes. And Hot Fuzz and Scott Pilgrim are both Edgar Wright yep. films, so there's yeah, definitely. Yeah, so there's three on this list from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearly, He's you definitely have... a favorite of mine. Yeah, I, that's all right. Yeah, I feel but you good know, about you, that. When you have, when you, when they hit that type of comedy or like it's they're similar you know like so yes. I feel like when it clicks for you then that right? makes sense yeah. you know you typically do like other movies that are by that same person so totally I mean, makes most sense people our generation believe that about Kevin Smith for example True. I mean, Kevin Smith movies We'll see them yeah. regardless of the quality almost. Uh, there was a true. period where it was just like, oh, he made a, made a movie. I'm just yeah. going to go see it. Yeah. No, that's true. And I, I've watched probably, I've probably seen almost every Kevin Smith movie at this point. Yeah. Most of them yeah. at least. Yeah. And some of them I enjoyed and some of them might fit into the category of I liked this when I was younger and I don't yeah, like this as much I've now. I've been thinking about that because I mm-hmm. just watched... Jay and Silent Bob, the reboot, which is a pretty mm. new film. Yeah. Uh, and I was just like, this is just silly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I watched it and yeah, I was like, we this watched is so Chasing silly. Amy not too long ago. Really? And, yeah. Wow. Anyways, let's continue on with it. I might have <laughs> I to bring some of these on the to. the one that I would maybe consider rewatching to see mm-hmm, how, how you I feel, feel about, about now. Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah that's so, a good one. Anyways. Yeah, put that in the <laughs> hopper for your episode. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is the worst film you have ever seen well let me tell you the worst (laughs) film i have ever seen with you which is definitely summer of sam oh my god oh my god we saw it in the theater do you remember it was the worst husband boyfriend at the time leaning over and saying can we please go if the dog starts talking i want to leave and i was like i'm not walking out of this movie brandon Oh my god! I paid money for it. That was the worst. It was movie so bad. Ever. I got so excited when I thought of it. I was just like, Oh, oh my goodness! My I have to say something. The movie yes. is so bad. So bad. It's so bad. So bad. Is it the worst movie I've ever seen? I don't know. Maybe but the circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> we had to sit through that. Like it was painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other movies that I also hated, because I feel like I should name at least a couple. Okay, that's fair. Go for it. Let's see. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a new movie. It's a Chris Pratt film on Amazon Prime. It's called Tomorrow War. No, I flipped past it, though, but I did not choose it. You know, there's a part of me that thinks you should see it, just so we can talk about it. Okay, okay. Because... 
I not, really like just Chris go in Pratt, it's which makes good. me sad. <laughs> He's all right in yeah, it. But not, the movie itself is oh, not. God, so bad. Okay. The movie's not good. I wanted to like it so much. And it was over, not. and part of me was like, do I need to watch it again? <laughs> did I miss something? Do like... I not understand this movie? <laughs> I like to think, if my answers for all of these previous questions mm-hmm. haven't implied this, I like to think that I know a little bit about movies. Yeah, fair. Totally. And you, have, and you don't like, bad. you don't pigeonhole yourself into one type of movie. You're willing to watch different movies. Yeah. So like some people, you could definitely see a pattern in this is the things they yeah. like, but you are more open-minded. So, all right. So that's the, that's yeah. another bad one. Got it. Yeah. I could go on. <laughs> I think we'll just stop there okay. because I'll like share some of my other answers with you and maybe we can elaborate on one yes. of them together in a yeah, future yeah, in I your like episode. Okay. But I'll stop there with movies right. I we'll, dislike. We'll stick with that. I also hated Summer of Sam, Ugh. by the way. But, okay. What is the funniest film you've ever seen? So complete opposite of worst. Funniest. Uh, it's also a movie I've seen with you, yes. Lauren. Yes. <laughs> Super, Super Troopers. troopers. Uh, also, yes. we saw in the theater. Yes. Oh my gosh. That movie love. Is glorious. I still love that movie. I still love that still. movie. I'll yes. never not love Super Troopers. Yeah. I don't care if there are parts of it that maybe kind of don't age well. I will yeah, never care, care about that. And also, I don't know if that's the case. No, I feel like it totally does. At least, yeah. it, you know, everything. I feel like nothing nowadays is accepted, but I feel like. I've still seen that movie somewhat recently, and it is still it's hilarious. It's still very funny. So... It's still very funny. Yeah. Just yesterday, I was like, hey, Mike, do you still have that Halloween costume? And he was like, hell yeah, you don't throw <laughs> things like that out. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> love it. I yes. love that movie. All right. That is a... I am... Definitely totally the funniest movie I've ever yeah. seen. No, it's Definitely. fantastic. Um, there's people that don't like it, and I don't understand. And you know what? That's okay. Yes, I've seen people react poorly to that movie, and I'm just like, oh, you're just you, you don't have anything funny. inside. Yes, yeah, clearly you're you don't. Dead inside. You have, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No you just, sense if of you humor. Can't, if you don't have a funniest movie. You need to find a funniest yes. movie. Yes, please. You need to find something. You need that something that. You that laughter in your life if we have nothing in this world we need to be able to laugh <laughs> yes yes i agree all right here we go we this are approaching it. the end game over man all right so you died when you died we could put only one dvd in the coffin to bring with you wherever you're going hmm. every night is movie night and one night it's your turn to share your film what movie are you going to show everyone? My initial reaction was two answers. Okay. And one of them was Into the Spider-Verse. Because Such I think a that's a great movie. movie. It's got um, a good message. Yeah. And my final answer has to kind of be along the same lines. The same argument I would make for Into the Spider-Verse. And mm-hmm. that is The Emperor's New Groove. <gasps> I love that movie, too. I, I love Such that movie. Good Not enough people have Story. seen it which i feel that way a little bit about into the spider-verse but even more so about new group yes. and i just feel like the answer to this question is what movie do you want to share with people mm-hmm. and i want to share that movie because not enough people have seen that movie okay. i could say princess bride i could say sure, goodfellas but, but a lot of, there's so many people that have seen but that movie it, it's it's about humanity 
Like, yeah. it's really about that message of humanity. And I feel and like... And the redemption arc is yes. so good in that movie. Oh, my God. So good. I love it. And it's funny and the music is good. It, and it's, it's just it's just like an unrecognized Disney film. It really it is just sad needs that more. it's not as popular it really it really should have been i love we even my kids love that movie yeah like, right we, my kids love yeah. it too they i mentioned kung fu panda earlier mm-hmm. but i could suggest emperor's new group mm-hmm. any day of the week and they would watch it yeah for sure oh yeah Our, my kids like that yeah, yeah totally no so you're right good mo- and you know that's <laughs> a good it's a good message like if it's it's not necessarily about what movie do you like the most or what is you know something that you're spilling all over yourself. Um, My water bottle is broken. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. Please continue. But it's like, you know, what message do you want to share with a wide audience? Like what right? something that you want them to see and hear and whether it's good or funny or you want to make people smile or you want to show them something that, again, is just about humanity and redemption um, but isn't necessarily your favorite film of all mm-hmm. time, but still a good movie. And that's really what that's all about. Yeah. So. I think it just, it does all of those things. And I think that to an, to an extent, so does Into the Spider-Verse, which is why it's also a good answer to this question. Yeah, yeah. And it it's something that maybe not everyone has seen and I want them to see. Mm-hmm. But for me, because... The Emperor's New Groove is an older, a yeah, little bit older film. It is. And I don't even know remember, how old it is, but yeah. I remember seeing it in college. I'm pretty sure that's when we saw it. Yeah, probably. And I just, I just love it. It's just yeah. such a good movie. So yeah. there's a handful of movies that aren't necessarily those popular movies, but that you're like, I, my children need to see this, right. you know, because those aren't the things that are going to be popular with kids our age, yeah. unless we show them yeah. or with our kids, our kids age, <clears throat> unless we make them watch it. Like I would bet there's a lot of kids, the twins age who have never seen some of those movies. Absolutely. You well, know? like the princess. Bride, yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. But definitely things that aren't as mainstream as, you know, things like that. So, I think I like your answer. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank so, you. This well, was fun. I hope that everybody yeah. enjoyed our little offshoot to mm-hmm. the normal. And I hope you enjoyed your gin and tonic. I actually do. Good. I am somewhat surprised. My Thank husband you. earlier was like, ugh, yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, he was super grossed out yeah. when I brought it in your house. And I was like, <laughs> I've never actually drank this. But I am pleasantly surprised I'm at just it. glad you don't so. hate it. Yeah. It's cool yeah. if you don't love it, no. but I'm glad that you don't hate it. And I hope that my answers to all of our film questions were good. I really enjoyed having this conversation this was a with you. Fun discussion. And yes. I am going to send this episode to mm-hmm. Brett Goldstein, even if he never listens to yeah. it, just because I want him to know that it was such an inspiration for me to sit mm-hmm. down and go through some of my favorite films good, bad, yeah. ugly. And just think about how they've impacted my life. It's, and it it's was like fun. film and music and different yeah. just formats of art that really have had an impact on our lives. And maybe not everybody, but definitely us. Um, I feel like over the years, they definitely have either instilled something or deterred or let us relate. And it's so interesting to look at your life in that lens um, to kind of, so this was super interesting and I could totally see why this is, would be an interesting podcast to listen to. Like I've um, 
I definitely think this is this is a cool format. Yeah, uh, and he and does film. talk to some. I mean, he's British, so a lot mm-hmm. of his uh, guests are British. He talks okay. to a lot of people who are characters on Ted Lasso. Okay. He does talk to some Hollywood mm-hmm. bigwigs. Sure. He talks to Sharon Stone. Oh, wow. Ricky Gervais is on. So, so a lot of these people have been in some of these movies. It'd be interesting, yes. like, how many of them do they actually pick of theirs? Edgar Wright has versus... been on. Oh, okay. Uh, they talk quite a bit about his films but he of course gives answers that, that are, are not, not his, his. Films. right yeah uh there's some really good be, it would make me laugh if somebody was on that was My a producer or director and picked the worst film they've ever seen is their, As own. their own that would make me laugh that but. <laughs> is very funny i did hear that the director of iron man 3 mm. is one of his guests oh, at one point okay. and that it would have it was awkward to talk about that uh. film uh because <laughs> it's not good it's not the uh yeah it doesn't follow most of the rest of the uh, unfortunately yeah it's just it, there are elements of iron man 3 that are good but sure d- without it's dwelling not one on of it. the better i did not <laughs> list it as the worst movie i've ever true seen. there are far worse yes. i assure you yes Yes. Far worse. Far worse. So, all right. Well, this was fun. And we will do this again soon. Soon. And it will be my turn. I can't wait. All and right. I can't wait to try your special drink. Yes. I haven't decided what I'm making, but I will make something. I'm excited. All right. Fantastic. Thank you, all everybody. Right, thanks, everybody. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week and cheers to you all.